0: You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. You're listening to special programming sponsored by the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Business of Giving podcast. My name is Guy Dawson, and I am the founder and executive director of the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce, and uh, the Business of Giving is a show that highlights the synergistic relationships between nonprofit organizations and businesses, and uh, that's also what we do at the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. We bring these two pillars of the community together to create uh, that synergy that I talked about a second ago and to, to benefit both sides. If you want to learn more information about what we do at the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce, we can be reached at causemarketingchamber.com. This valuable show is made possible through the generosity of our series sponsor, Solup, an energy solution and conservation company specializing in solar and battery storage systems, including solar panels. To learn more about them, Solup dot com. And as usual I am joined with the cause marketing consultant Maria Perez. How are things going Maria?
1: Pretty good. We've got beautiful weather and everybody's happy and healthy and yeah perfect.
0: Yeah it's nice to be in this uh, this transitional period where we have a little bit of fall here in uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, For a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah before we were on air today we were talking about um, about some of the power of technology. It's really just, uh, these are incredible times that we're living in on so many levels. I know this show is specifically all about uh, causes in business and business and social impact marketing, Maria, but boy, some of the technology that you shared with me today, uh, it's, these are, you know, the, over the course of our lives, we see a lot of change, and boy, are we seeing a lot of change in our access to information in these times.
1: Yeah and and we'll be talking a little bit later about an example of uh how powerful technology is and how powerful cause marketing is and uh and and how these collaborations can actually uh, get into marginalized communities and and help young people succeed even better. I have a good example of that but but uh let's get started today.
0: Yeah, I mean what this
1: are we talking sh- about today
0: yeah I mean this show is all about delving into the intriguing worlds of businesses and nonprofits and exploring how their alliances not only elevate societal contributions but also bring about sustainable impacts and mutual benefits and I can't think of anyone who can speak to that more than you Maria uh, yeah. in terms of <laughs> Right. The impact of cause marketing and how significant a role it's playing in business uh, in the current environment.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I think we're on a mission to explore the intricacies, uh, you know, and the reciprocal uh, impact of of cause marketing. I, I think for our listeners, we'd like to unravel uh, and explain how organizations from both the nonprofit and the pro- for-profit sectors can work together and create these tapestries of positive impact and, and business prosperity. And um, and this is a, an interesting time of the year. Um, it's fourth quarter, and it's when companies uh, are extremely generous. It's when employees are extremely generous. It's when people are buying for the holidays, and uh, and there are lots of commemorative days for giving and taking. And, and so I think that's what we're going to chat about today, right, guys?
0: Absolutely. I think we all have these memories, or at least I know I personally have these memories of ringing bells around Thanksgiving time. Uh, <laughs> do you have that memory, Maria, outside of uh, I, I, I stores? Do. <laughs> I mean that. And little did I know as a nine or 10 year old kid watching that happen, that someday I would have a greater understanding of why that is happening during the holidays. And so that's kind of the, the scope of what we're going to be talking about today. Why does a nonprofit organization create a campaign like that, Maria?
1: Well, there's a lot of reciprocity that can, that can be initiated through, through collaborating when, during the spirit of giving. Um, and I think uh, from a corporate perspective, you know, there's a lot of money at the end of the year that employees want to share. There's use-it-or-lose-it money. And so you know, if you think about it, collaborating a nonprofit and a for-profit entity cannot lose. It's a total win-win because they need funding for programs and initiatives and retailers and businesses need to sell things and and people are in the mood to give and support. So, I mean, what a beautiful, you know, like a a tapestry, if you will, that can be woven together where everybody, everybody benefits. So it's a great time of year to think about uh, putting something like that together, whether you're a nonprofit and have never done it before right? Or you're a for-profit company and it's like, well, I want to support, support the Boys and Girls Club or I want to have a pizza night where I donate a percentage of the proceeds. There's, there's so many options.
0: People are just so much happier during the holidays, and they're uh, much more generous, as you had mentioned before, uh, Maria. And I mean, a classic example of how well this works for me is what they've been doing with that magical forest out in uh, Opportunity Village. They actually start at Halloween. Um, Opportunity Mm -hmm. Village partners with a variety of businesses uh, within the community to host uh, these great events out there. It gives great family time for people to get together and enjoy the holidays. Uh, they create a great, a wonderful environment for both the Halloween events and the, uh, the magical forest as well. The businesses get their shine. It's just, I mean, that's an, uh, just an outstanding example of the reciprocity that you talked about and how both of these entities can really benefit one another.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are ample opportunities presented by these uh, commemorative days, in particular at the end of the year, like uh, Giving Tuesday, which is observed on the first Tuesday after Thanksgiving in the U.S. Uh, you know, it provides a structured yet flexible platform for organizations to launch or enhance their cause marketing efforts. Um, it's a brilliant uh, example of a opening up the door for oceans of opportunities for businesses and nonprofits to partner, and not just in financial terms, but creating campaigns that build awareness and enhance reputation and and drive impact.
0: Yes, and there's case studies out there, um, and I know Maria. These case studies for you have been personal experiences. I know for myself, uh, having been in this work pretty significantly for about the last 15 years, uh, the examples of how well this works are uh, they're they're out there. About the win, 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 win. You can go on and on and on, right, with the word win uh, when it comes to these uh, these types of collaborations that you've been talking about.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll give you an example. If you, if you take um, a collaboration, for example, between a technology company and a nonprofit, um, and maybe you have an organization that's trying to bridge the digital divide in an underprivileged community, right, which, which is endemic. It's everywhere in the United States. Um, you know, it, it, it's not just about going to the checkout counter and put, putting one of those little stickies up there and giving $5. The campaigns now have legs, right? There was a campaign called the Connect to Empower campaign that embraced this actual concept. They launched on Giving Tuesday. They were aiming to enhance digital literacy and provide access and technology resources to a marginalized community. And through this campaign, not only did they get fund, not only did the company donate funds, but they got to extend their expertise into the community and conduct workshops and offer skill development. And so the, they, were, they were showcasing the resources, their business, right? But they were helping their community. So it, it showcased their commitment to support this cause, their expertise in their business. Um, and, and so it, it was philanthropy and brand positioning at its best. I mean, you can't beat that. That's, that's what cause marketing is all about. It really is a win-win-win.
0: Right, Maria. You always talk about walking the walk and talking the talk. And for, I think, the community to really see things happen um, as a result of these collaborations, uh, that's the real impact. And I know me as a PR person, as I've talked about before, before I got actually into the specific cause marketing realm, what I was doing uh, as a publicist is I would... Get a brand new client, and I would say, Okay, what do you feel passionate about? Do you have some nonprofit organization that's important to you? Is there something in the community that, that resonates with you? And we would start to build campaigns based on that. Um, and of course, these, these collaborations that we did, I'll give you a, a short example of something uh, that I worked on personally is that there was a, a Japanese acrobatics show at Imperial Palace. This was in, I guess, about 2010. And they were, um, it was called Matsui. or Matsuri was the name of the, which means celebration in Japanese. It was an outstanding uh, acrobatic show. But I had some connections with that show, and I was at that time representing a nonprofit organization called Nevada Pep Parents Encouraging Parents. Uh, and again, then this actually happened during the holiday season, so it just works out so well, Maria. But what we were able to do was we, they were a newer show, and they had a lot of extra tickets because they. We're trying to fill up the arena. It was around the holidays, and they wanted to get people to show up to check out this, this fantastic show that they had. So what they did was they donated, I think, about 50 tickets to the nonprofit organization. Um, Nevada Parents Encouraging Parents is a nonprofit that uh, supports the families of kids with learning uh, and mental disabilities. So all of these kids that were a part of the program and their families got an opportunity to come and see a, a show on the Las Vegas Strip. Uh, It was a great opportunity for that show to fill seats and to show that they were all about giving back to their community. And for us, it was getting testimonials from all those kids and families that got to participate in that. I mean, everyone won from a a situation like that. It was a great holiday greeting for uh, for all sides. So yes, I, I. so resonate with what you were just talking about. It's, you're creating greatness sometimes and you don't even realize what you're creating.
1: Well, and cause marketing is a funny term and a lot of folks have their own definition of it. But I think um, what's important to underscore being part of the cause the marketing chamber of commerce, whether you're a business or a nonprofit, you're going to be able to participate in these collaborations where each partner becomes a puzzle piece complementing and elevating the other and co-creating this beautiful mosaic of social change and mutual growth. And, And it's a platform to do that, which, thanks to the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce, exists in our community now. So, you know, I encourage all those businesses out there, if you're not engaging in cause marketing, come join us
0: absolutely the cos marketing chamber of commerce was built on that very premise uh, maria is that we saw ourselves as being a resource uh, for people who had interest in uh, in both of these sectors just because we know the um the value uh people like you who've had many many years in this work um could see it. I know you, when you joined the Chamber of Commerce, it was just so refreshing to have conversations with you where you talked to me about your your background in this and um, your contribution actually to some of the things that we've done with the Chamber along with being a part of this radio show that gives a lot of recognition to what we're doing at the Chamber and these great nonprofits and for-profit businesses. It's It's really been significant. So the partnerships that you that you create within this realm um, in this nonprofit world are so important and they just, just grows and grows. I mean, you get a woman. I think, Maria, you just joined the, the chamber online, didn't you? You just went online one day and just signed up, and that's how our friendship began.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't know that in my own backyard a couple blocks from, from where I reside there was this resource. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm a practitioner that eats, lives, breathes this every day. Uh, on behalf of my nonprofit uh, partners uh, and businesses alike, and uh, it was just wonderful to know that that it's important where I where I live.
0: Yeah, Maria is a practitioner of hope, someone who creates ripples uh, of positive change with the work that she does. I just want to remind everyone: if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Business of Giving uh, podcast at ninety one point five FM Jazz and More uh, KUNV, and this. V- uh, let's see. Solup and its channel partners are providing complimentary solar to local charities supporting four Hopelink transitional housing properties, solar to feed pets of the homeless, volunteers of America, and Opportunity Village. Their founder sits on the board of Nevada Conservation League. By the way, that's a guest that's going to be coming on very soon. I um, you know I mentioned it at the last show. Nevada Conservation League does tremendous uh, things within the community, and we're looking forward to having Steve Hamili from Soul Up and the Nevada Conservation League on our show very soon. And I'm speaking with the cause marketing consultant, Maria Perez. We're talking about give back during the holidays, and I, I have a memory and something I wanted to talk with you about, Maria. It's the stickers that you get in the mail from nonprofit organizations during the holidays. With my greater understanding now of how cause marketing works, can you explain to the audience, because I know we're all receiving these, how does that work, <laughs> right? How does that That's, blend into yeah. all of the things that we've been talking about
1: today? Well, that is, you know, unfortunately, it is a relic uh, and a remnant. Uh, it's called uh, a direct mail campaigns. And I mean, the ugly truth is that the people with a disproportionate amount of income at the end of their lives are older and they still rely on snail mail. And that's why you continue to see that. Uh, I don't think it's long lived because it's super expensive. I mean, if you think about it, you've got to pay the postage. You've got to stuff that envelope with with an ad specialty gift for the recipient. You have to hope they pull out their checkbook, write a check put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it, send it back to you. <laughs> oh, and you have to hire a direct uh, call center to call back and make sure that if they pledge, you, you collect the money. So it's super cumbersome. It's a relic of past times, um, but it is still practiced because our population is aging and, and there are a lot of elderly that that's their donation, uh, their donation vehicle of choice.
0: With all the digital marketing platforms that are available uh, out there today, between social media, email marketing, and so many other things, radio shows such as this, there's a lot of uh, other ways that you can reach people. But yes, that that is a relic. That is something that has been around for a very long time. And that is an excellent point that you mentioned is that older people um, may not be as much into the digital age, and so they're they're keeping uh, keeping this. Relic of the past uh, And again it's very mm-hmm. effective I know these nonprofit organizations Greatly benefit They wouldn't keep spending the money on the postage And everything right If it wasn't bringing back some type yeah. of
1: a return on investment Well and, and I'll tell you what The companies that execute these campaigns They take a huge percentage I think you'll find that The new generation of supporter Doesn't really condone it Because 100% of the money Is not going back to the non it's, it's being cannibalized or eroded So, you know, I think the generations that are currently uh, becoming, um, you know, involved in giving, um, they're not uncomfortable with uh, secondary devices. They don't mind uh, text to give. They don't mind an app on their phone to give. They don't mind giving uh, from an email. So um, I think you'll see a bit of a shift in the future away away from direct mail.
0: If a for-profit business approaches you Maria after listening to this show today and they want to leverage this opportunity to support something within their community that they feel very strongly about and of course they're in, vi- in business to make profits and you know that's again that's what the business of giving is all about it's about winning on both sides what would be the starting point that you would move in with them to develop a campaign to leverage this special time of year uh, where we're giving is something that people want to do?
1: You know, I'm a salesperson, um, and I know that nonprofits don't like to hear that word, Uh, but part of fundraising is sales. And um, I I talk a lot about the differences, uh, you know, among how you can – raise money for your nonprofit or how a business can collaborate with a nonprofit. Um, And I always use discovery. So what I would do regardless of whether it's a nonprofit um, or a business is I would, I work with discovery. I I want to hear what the goal outcome of a collaboration is. I do a lot of listening. You know, what is the business objective? Um, Some businesses have a business model where, they set aside a earmark a percentage of dollars based on sales. So, so I, I go through a process of discovery. Uh, I ask a lot of questions to try to understand what the goal outcome is, and then how could this company grow together with with a collaboration? What is the parity? What is the affinity? Um, and it's all about discovering, you know, the business objective. I mean, the Chamber of Commerce is a Chamber of Commerce. People people are trying to succeed in their business, and then the question becomes. Does this provide me thought leadership in the community? Because I, I'm setting my brand as distinct from my competition because I'm supporting and growing, you know, and collaborating with nonprofits and, and so on. So it's it's really all about where uh, I start, always, discovery.
0: Right, and you had mentioned the, the chamber, Maria. For us, the events that we host and everything that we do to... To facilitate growth in the cause marketing sector, it really it ties into all of this. It exposes you to the, some of the, a lot of the resources that you would need uh, to be able to to explore your interests. And uh, so, uh, yeah, so being a, coming and hanging out with us is something that will definitely help you a lot. On the nonprofit side, let's say, and we know personally, Maria, there are many nonprofit organizations here in uh, Las Vegas and throughout the country, if not uh, throughout the world. The holidays are coming. This is an excellent opportunity for them to uh, generate some cash flow, get the word out about how they're benefiting the community with the services that they provide. And, And so again, I know you get approached on both sides With that nonprofit organization, how could they leverage this time of year uh, to benefit them?
1: Well, they have a lot of their work is cut out for them this time of year because nonprofits in Q four is an extremely important time for philanthropy, for corporate partnering, uh, and for sponsorship. uh, And they're different. Uh, And philanthropy is going to be asking your corporate partners or individual donors for funds because they're in a giving mood and you say thank you, and your corporate partnering might be, you know, budgets are being uh, looked at for uh, both corporate social responsibility for in-kind donations, and and things are being set aside for that, so those discussions have to happen in Q4 so that you get those goodies in in Q1 through 4 of of the subsequent year, Uh, but there's also a lot of sponsorship dollars available, and so the non-profits have to take sometimes in that regard, take their mission lenses off and put their business lenses on and be able to articulate why it's a good business move uh, on the sponsorship side, which is cash, but it also requires fulfilling on promise. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's where I always start with my nonprofits. Is this philanthropy, corporate partnering, or sponsorship? And then these are the discussions that have to ensue based on what you're trying to achieve for your partner.
0: Right. And that, that's really uh, is significant. And it's something that we touch on regularly on this podcast is just uh, for these nonprofit organizations that are providing just so many valuable services for the community to put on that hat of a businessman or a businesswoman that collectively that we're we're going about the business of giving, um, just like the title of this show uh, says, and that you, it, it takes a lot, it takes a lot to run a nonprofit organization, because you spend so much of your time just delivering the service, m- fulfilling the mission of what you want to provide for the community. But yeah, if you're not running it like a business, and if you don't have a big picture, a vision of where you want to go in terms of the development of this nonprofit organization as a business, uh, you can really get stifled. And again, that's what some of the things that we've encountered with people who come in these nonprofit organizations who join the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce is they they ask these types of questions. they like, Maria talked about a second ago is, how can I generate enough money for us to continue to be able to provide this service, right, Maria? And that's well, something you, that you the can't. community doesn't uh, sometimes recognize.
1: Well, here's the thing. You cannot grow without money. And so if you that's why I talk about the mission lenses, the mission glasses. If you take the position, well, I do good work, so you should just give me money, that's unfortunate because without money, you can't serve more people, and your nonprofit cannot grow But businesses also are, you know, they're in the business of making money. So what are you going to, what is the reciprocal arrangement going to be where everybody wins? And that's, that's the cocktail. That's, that's the cocktail that that we we use discovery to, to um, uncover. And so we can, um, we can give a prescription, which is the solution that makes it a win-win, right?
0: Yeah, and that's what this show is all about is, uh, you know, Maria, is that we are all about venturing into the world of cause, marketing strategies, uh, and providing insights on crafting campaigns that resonate and create ripples of positive change. Again, you, uh, M- Maria Perez is definitely a positive change practitioner. And so, yes, yeah, so this is why we want you to tune into this show uh, every week with the great guests that we have, with the amount of knowledge, just Maria many, many years in this sector and me as a PR person having represented for-profit businesses and nonprofit businesses and the collaboration of the two. Uh, you're just getting cutting edge information on this show regularly. And that's why we, uh, we're we so passionate, both Maria and I, about getting this information out to all of you. And Maria, as the cause marketing consultant, I know that you can go e- into even more depth with people about how they can leverage uh, these great relationships between for-profits and nonprofit businesses uh, to create great synergy in the community. And how can people reach out to you if they want to get more in-depth than we're able to cover in this short half hour that we do the show?
1: Yeah, if you'd like to discuss cause marketing strategy with me, you can uh, shoot me an email. Uh, cause Coach Maria. I can be reached at Maria at causemarketingconsultant uh, dot com. Um, you know, it's not just about giving; it's about creating symbiotic relationships that foster growth and visibility and impact for for both entities involved. And and that's uh, that's what the chamber and and the show um, wants to help you understand.
0: Yes, keep reaching out to Cause Marketing Coach uh, Maria Perez and my co-hostess with the mostest. And uh, we always want to thank you for joining us on The Business of Giving. Remember, in the union of business and cause, we discover the potent formula of sustainable impact and growth. Uh, And we, again, you can listen to our podcast every Sunday at 7.30 a.m. at KUNV 91.5, jazz and more The Business of Giving podcast was brought to you by Soul Ups Underwriting of our series. Also want to encourage you to follow us on all of our social media sites and to tune into our show regularly. And whenever I sign off, I always want to remind all of you to give and do business for good. Can't wait to see you on the next show. Take care.
1: on my shoulder. shoulder. As I'm getting older, y'all people get older. older. Most of us
0: only care about money.